Welcome to 5 Things About. I'm Sylvie Van Wall. Today, we hear an extract from the Place and Partnerships Conference, held at the University of Melbourne in April 2018. Dr Ken Winkle presents a symposium on connecting Indigenous knowledge and biosciences, which aims to further the engagement between Indigenous communities and their biocultural knowledge and university staff. Dr Winkle has a background in public health and eco-health, with emerging interests in Indigenous research, education and engagement. Obviously, uh, we're a motley crew, but we're kind of collectively bound by this idea that the university and the journey of the university to this point has had many different connections with Indigenous knowledge, but mostly they've been below the surface and not often acknowledged, certainly not often celebrated with the respect of equivalent but different knowledges. So this project brought us together by a kind of a common understanding that we had this legacy, but we weren't really acknowledging and celebrating that knowledge today, let alone really synthesising a way that we could come together to really bring the Indigenous voice strongly into the Academy, uh, giving it the respect that it deserved and the respect which we need in Australia and the world for the sustainable planet that we aspire to have. And we really uh, were driven um, by kind of collective understanding there, but also the experiences that we had had in that realm. And uh, many of those experiences have been with um, colleagues, Indigenous and non-Indigenous, around this theme um, over the last decade. Um, so myself, background in medicine from University of Queensland, and then PhD <coughs> at the Walter Eliza Hall Institute, coming then, spent 20 odd years in the theme of venom research in the School of now uh, Biosciences, but most recently I've moved over to work with Kerry and others in the School of Population Health, broadly in this area of um, population health, public health, ecology, and uh, sustainable public health. So coming through this, I had little points of contact with Indigenous knowledge, but only in the last few years, particularly when I was involved with a project taking us up to Maningrida with the Melbourne School of Graduate Education around learning on country, invited by the, um, the community there, uh, that kind of realised how disorganised, really, the university has been in this kind of collaboration, this kind of engagement process, and how not particularly reflective of our history we've been. And then I started to think about the points of contact in my career. My first project as a medical student at the University of Queensland, unbeknownst to me, had a thread back all the way to Indigenous people who were collecting samples of native animals for academics at this university and other universities in the 19th and into the 20th centuries. Our work at the Hall Institute on immunology had a thread back to Donald Thompson's work with the WIC people and the Yolngu people around uh, venomous snakes, almost invisible in the current leadership of the Hall Institute, was that deep thread with knowledge which is celebrated as a great victory um, of antivenoms as a uh, therapeutic tool for today. Um, but that took uh, us back to that connection point. And then uh, in the venomous world, so many threads connect the knowledge that we've had since the first dean of medicine some of whose work was critically dependent on Indigenous collectors of snakes for his work, George Britton-Halford. So just uh, personally reflecting on that, it was very obvious that we have this history that we don't acknowledge, and if we don't acknowledge the past, then 
really how can we get the, the future really right? And connecting with uh, my colleagues, I guess we've all had that point of view. So this is just an obvious example of how uh, we here in the Academy are overlooking the deep knowledge keepers of biodiversity in this country. The first scientists drawing the uh, animals of this country, of course, the Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islanders, that, such as in the, this Kimberley, Kimberley drawing. And this is uh, from the work we did in Arnhem Land with the Manangrida community. And of course, this goes back to the basic ethos of a healthy country gives a healthy people. And if we're ignoring the custodians of maintaining a healthy country, then we're really throwing away knowledge that should be a part, a vibrant part of this academy. And that's very much uh, Kerry's uh, message and inspiration to us. But it's certainly a message that's coming through to national bodies that are realising we need to do better, we need to organise ourselves. And uh, that goes back to the first uh, white settlement in Australia, where we have the physician naturalist John White celebrated for collecting these samples um, to describe the flora in formal terms in European knowledge. But if you go only slightly below the surface, you find he was critically dependent on collaborators such as his adopted son, Nan Bury and Colby, uh, to help collect, describe and understand what they were seeing. Here in Victoria, the first scientist by our collaborating institution, employed by our collaborating institution, Museum Victoria, Blandowski, um, he made very explicit that that first collecting of the fauna and flora of Victoria, who was that done by? Predominantly it was done by the Indigenous peoples that he engaged in various ways to assist. And this is from his uh, description of his uh, expedition there, showing who was doing the real work and who had the real knowledge. And he was one of those early Indigenous explorers, not British, I should note, who did acknowledge the respect that was due to this knowledge from the our local people and the forms of our information encoded in the language, which is very important to remember. One of the great misadventures of European exploration in that mid-century period, as the university arrived on the scene, of course, had the University of Melbourne academics involved in it, including uh, Macadam, the uh, physician naturalist, critically dependent on the Indigenous knowledge keepers. First Dean of Medicine at this university, as mentioned, his work on snakebite made him famous, perhaps infamous, in part dependent on provision of animals from uh, Aboriginal peoples in Victoria. The story personally, my first research project happened to be on this little fella, the marsupial mole found in Central Australia. That little creature, through its entire history of European knowledge, has been overwhelmingly collected by the Aboriginal people, particularly the women of Central Australia and where it exists, because it's so subtle in its engagement with the landscape, the Indigenous people really are the ones who know uh, how to find it, when to find it, what its habits are. And I did some work on the, the gut contents of this animal as a medical student, but those specimens I later found were collected in the era of Baldwin Spencer and Frederick Wood Jones, some of the physician, naturalists and scientists at this university who were uh, intimately involved with Indigenous people in making their careers. Yet still today, we depend on the Indigenous people, particularly the women of Central Australia, for any knowledge at all of these little creatures. And it takes us to modern-day major figures in the biosciences in this university. Marilyn Renfrey, famous for her work on marsupial reproduction. Her marsupial mole work depended on Indigenous uh, collectors of those animals. Along came Donald Thompson, part of the Venom Research Program at the Hall Institute. 
he gave the Indigenous knowledge keepers uh, respect as a, they were due, but how much has that approach inculcated into the uh, modern curriculum, into modern research practices? Well, a long way to go. And this is realised on a national scale that we really uh, need to do better because this situation um, is not going to change based on past practices. And its most obvious thing is that most biodiversity in this country that remains against the odds resides in Indigenous protected areas with Indigenous rangers at the helm. So there are informal collaborations in this university at the moment, but the powerhouse um, of opportunity is, is there to be unlocked to do so much more. We've been aware coming into this project that there were things going on in the science faculty in terms of biodiversity, not coordinated, and certainly not integrated with the Reconciliation Action Plan and the Murak um, Barak protocols of engagement. So we knew that uh, we would find some treasures there, but certainly incoherent and not systematically organised. So that's five things about Indigenous biocultural knowledge, or possibly six. We're good with words, not with numbers. Thanks to Dr Ken Winkle. This episode was recorded on the 6th of April 2018. Producers are Andy Horvath and Sylvie Van Wall. Editing by Arch Cuthbertson. Five Things About is a training podcast created by Dr Andy Horvath at the University of Melbourne. I'm Sylvie Van Wall. Join us next time for another episode of Five Things About. <laughs>